0: I loves. This is Allie with everything with Allie Levine. I'm so excited for today's show. I have an absolutely incredible guest and a friend, and she is a beautiful woman and a mom of two boys. I have Barty Toto, New York Times best-selling author. She's a loving mom of two boys and everyday hero recognized on values.com out of millions of people here for gratitude, determination, and making a difference in the world. The foundation of her business and personal life is gratitude. She shows entrepreneurs and businesses how to implement gratitude into their sales teams and business via social media. Bardi has gotten world-renowned recognition for the power of gratitude amongst her other unique strategies, which include Disrupt Your Brand. Her latest book, Disrupt Your Brand, featuring Gary V, is launching mid-September 2020. So it's already launched, and, it, and it's been... In, in the works, because everything going on with pandemic and everything, but we'll get into that with Barty. Barty's been featured on the Daily V478, featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, Forbes, you know, she's been featured truly all over the map when it comes to national television, publications. What I love about Barty is she really truly keeps it real in everything she does, and she brings everything back to gratitude and her and I were just saying before she came on my show that especially right now it's so important to bring yourself back to gratitude. So Barty, welcome to Everything with Ali Levine.
1: Thank you so much. And you know, we've known each other for 6 years now. I was thinking I originally met you on social media using gratitude. I think I made a comment or something and then we ended up meeting in person and the rest is history and we've been friends since and you are the only person, one of the only people I see, and I don't mean to sound like this, that uses gratitude on social media. And you have asked and used gratitude so much by making comments, by even your podcast, and by reposting and everything
0: that you do. And I think you're just amazing. Oh, thank you, Barty. Yeah. So, for backstory for our listeners, yeah, we've known each other for quite. Some time we did connect on social media and met up in person and started seeing how we could work together in business and i've worked with Barty on several projects and like i said i just love that she always brings everything back to gratitude and so Barty, you know we are you know um you know coming around the corner to holidays and, you know, getting into that where everybody starts to feel like, oh, it's time to be in that space of being grateful and showing gratitude. But for you, you really put this at the forefront of doing this every single day, especially in your business. Tell us why and like why that's so important to you and why you teach this to entrepreneurs.
1: You know, I really get tired of people in the world trying to shove a lotion potion or their selves down someone's throat. And, you know, I'm blessed to have had a mother that moved me to Hawaii when I was 10 years old. I'm so grateful because here in Hawaii, uh, they're all about the aloha spirit, the ohana, where nobody let, gets left behind. Um, I was in a place the other day and somebody overheard a conversation of mine and they offered something to me. And I was like, wow, only in Hawaii would this happen. And, but the Aloha spirit to me is really gratitude. And I don't think it's just because, you know, I grew up in Hawaii. I was born in Texas, raised in Hawaii, went back to Texas, did the dance between the islands and the mainland. And um, the foundation of my life, like you said, has been gratitude, especially in business, you know, and I've shared um, on the Daily Bee, I've shared with you just a simple thing of making a comment because it's all about connections, building relationships you know, people think that gratitude only comes at Thanksgiving. That is what makes you said be raw and real. It makes me sick that people only spend a few days before Thanksgiving saying how grateful they are when they should be, you know, making comments, showing gratitude. You know, it's not all about us, but helping other people, law of attraction. I see you, you know, with several people that your friends that are all about the law of attraction you're about the law of attraction and gratitude and it it helps for business development type relationships long term relationships not short term i need money right now i just am in it for me because when you have that attitude of you're in it for me what can i get out of it and you're looking at someone as your next meal ticket or your next show or your next whatever it is or people look at people look at people at like with social security numbers like instead of a person then it all falls apart it doesn't ever work when you show gratitude first the money will follow when you show gratitude first the relationships will build and i shared with you um in my bio I haven't spent a dime on marketing and advertising in 14 years. It's all been through asking and gratitude and asking is a form of gratitude and people don't get that.
0: Yeah. What a great message. And I love that you said, you know, that it's really about building those relationships and really about just that, that, that word gratitude and like actually understanding what that means and what that means in business. And so Barty, you know, what what would you say to someone listening who's like oh i feel like i you know i'm i you know i try to bring gratitude into my life and in my business but maybe it's something that they personally you know struggle with i think a lot of people because of social media because of all the things that are around us maybe we think we're doing things because we're following the quote unquote steps or we're following what people tell us to do but we're not actually genuinely practicing it What would be some advice you would give to, you know, entrepreneurs and just anyone listening that like wants to bring that into more of their life and into their business?
1: Okay. One thing I see that you do is you have a great following. I have a great following, but mine is about, you know, uh, quality versus quantity and same with you is, um, you know, you shared, I wrote the book, the power of asking a friend request is an ask. On social media, believe it or not, gratitude starts with asking. And people are like, wait, I don't get that correlation. If you think about it, asking, a friend request, is a form of gratitude. When you ask, you're allowing somebody to give back. Asking anything, whether it's for help, whether it's more money, m- maybe you're a consultant, maybe you're a psychic, maybe you're a you know a stay-at-home mom, maybe you have a business, whatever it is, you know, asking for more money, asking to be respected. Asking for whatever is a form of gratitude. You're allowing somebody to give back to you, therefore, so that you can receive. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So asking is a form of gratitude, allowing somebody to give back so that you can receive. So starting even on social media, a friend request is an ask. See, I asked big. How I got to interview like T.D. Jakes and Mike Ditka and Gary Vee and all these people is I asked. And, and it came back to me and some of the examples that I can tell you, um, you know, I consult people and I train women, especially on gratitude and asking, because a lot of women think, um, and some of it unfortunately is biblically based or how we're domesticated that asking is rude, that the man is head of the household, you know, old school stuff that women aren't supposed to ask that they're supposed to sit there, look pretty and shut their mouth. I mean, I was raised in a environment. um, My dad was very old school, Russian Jewish, uh, that children were to be seen, not heard. Um, And so I didn't ask. And I realized in 2005, I had a voice (laughs) and I've used it very well since. But as far as using gratitude, some of the examples that I can give, if it's okay with you, like on social media, To show gratitude is making a comment if you know an entrepreneur magazine one of the things I said is list 20 people you really want to connect with or that you would like to work with or you just want to build a relationship with you want to really get to know that person who they are Um, and this is for your personal life and your business life is you know um, connecting with them and making a comment a comment takes one second People, the 98% think, oh, my gosh, making a comment, that's going to take too much time, so they'll just like and retweet. But making a comment, just saying, thank you, I really love your post, and you're extremely good at that, Allie, and that's one of the things I love about you, is you're very good at making comments and replying back and so forth, and that makes somebody feel good. It's called user gratification. Or sending someone a video DM and say, I, and I've done that to you, I'm just thanking them about you would love to get together, would love to you know interview you, and it makes somebody feel good about themselves, and just little things like that. I mean, there's um, on Google. If you Google Barty Toto Entrepreneur, there's a podcast that's about twenty minutes where I go more in depth about gratitude and um, asking and how to implement it on social media. That is you know, because we don't have the time here. Um, that is really good to listen to. So.
0: Absolutely. No, and I think it's great that you brought up about, you know, just the comments and interacting and in your DMs and all that, because I think that a lot of times, you know, people think just because they have, a, you know, a big following or a midsize following, whatever it may be, that, you know, they can just kind of keep going along and growing and don't have to actually interact with their community. And I've seen that with a lot of influencers. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that like, you have to really think about, you know, your following, you know, your people as like, they're your people, they're your community. They chose to follow you. They chose to stick around. So not only do you have to, you know, of course provide content and be a content creator, but more importantly, I love that you tie this into social media is that gratitude and commenting. Like I try to always respond to every single person, even if it takes me five hours to get through everything.
1: You know what I've been doing lately? I got to tell you, as you know, Facebook, only one to 3% see your posts. I'm a fanatic, and I know you are, on Instagram stories and Facebook stories. Now, what I love about Facebook stories is that, and I'll be honest, I don't really care for Facebook. I'm more all on Instagram, is on a Facebook story, you can see the viewers. So my views have been going up substantially lately. And even if it takes me 10 minutes and I can do this really quick, and um, as I go, this might sound silly, uh, but it's not to me. I will go through the viewers. And let's say there were 50 viewers. I will message each one of them, just say, I really appreciate the love. Thanks for the love. Thanks for the support. And, you know, sometimes I copy and paste it to each one of them. And sometimes I'll do a unique um, message if someone sends me, you know, a message instead of like the heart emoji or whatever. And I've developed, it's not that I want anything from them. It's not that, oh, I'm trying to get something or I have a hidden agenda. And the following get, is getting bigger and bigger and more eyes on me. And people are like, what do you exactly, you know, what do you do, you know? Because I'm an author, but I also own a marketing and branding company. I own a, um, a PR firm where I teach, like you said, how to implement gratitude in sales. How, you know, I, I've trained over 200 network marketing companies because they all come to me. And I'm like, instead of shoving your potion lotion or, or product down someone's throat, you know, get to know who a person is. Who are they? W- what makes them tick? Learn about the person, you know, versus your hidden agenda whether it's, you know, me getting on TV and all, I got to know the person first. Um, And then the gratitude, you know, as far as gratitude goes, and then whatever comes, comes. It's the law of attraction. I mean, it's, and I know that you're all about that.
0: So I love that you brought that up. So can you speak to more of that law of attraction? Because I think again, too, when we talk about gratitude, and a lot of people, you know, hear different stories and, you know, they think that they're, you know, practicing gratitude and they think that they're in that place, but then, you know, they'll, you know, they'll vent or they'll complain and they'll say, you know, it's not, you know, it's not working for me and things aren't happening. You know, what would you say to those people? And, you know, you and Gary V recently did, you know, an incredible interview with asking and gratitude and the power of gratitude, which I'll of course link here in the show notes for you guys to uh, watch and listen to. But I want to know, like, how you would, I guess, explain and potentially, you know, inspire and coach someone to actually even be able to ask, because I think so many times, like you said, you know, society and everything else tells us that we can't do that. And like, you are really good about like, really just going out there and asking. That's why you've gotten people like Gary Vee all these amazing entrepreneurs to, you know, interview with and be featured in entrepreneur magazine and all of these things and incredible things that have happened with your brand and yourself. You know, how would you say, like, you you know, you can ask, how do you give someone the confidence to be able to ask and to feel they are still staying within gratitude?
1: Okay, so most people will say yes to you because somebody said yes to them. I can remember the first person I asked, and that was Marie Diamond from the movie, The Secret, and David Shermer, who recently passed. Um, I watched The Secret in 2006, I had six people in one day tell me, watch this movie, I'm like, okay, fine, there must be a reason, and I remember that day, actually, it was 2008, it totally changed my life, totally changed my life, and they were talking about asking and receiving to the universe, but I'm like, well, what's funny is that's great, and you know, we're taught, whether it's temple or church, we're taught to go to you know, God, whether it's, you know, whoever you worship, it's Buddha, whatever to ask for things, but then get this, the people that are brought into our lives, the tangible people we're afraid of, and we don't ask. We're taught to go ask, but when it comes into our life, when the universe brings it to us, we reject them and don't ask. And we have to look at ourselves and say why that is. We have to, that's one of the things that I coach people on is I go all the way back to their childhood and I said, make a list of what beliefs you had around asking. Who said it was bad? Was it your culture? Because I hear people in the Jewish culture and even in um, other cultures say, asking is rude or that's just how I am. That's just how we are. Uh, Somebody just you know, came to me the other day and said, you know, um, I'll be raw with you on this one. You know, it's because you're white and I'm Mexican. In our culture, we don't do that. And I'm like, see, I don't see color. I never have. I grew up in Hawaii, but even at that, I don't see um, any, everyone to me is the same. And so I feel people have use even their race their gender everything as an excuse they're too young they're too old whatever it's just just ask and some people are like well I'm afraid of getting rejected well go back and why are you afraid of getting rejected but like I said most people will say yes to you because someone said yes to them and I'm going to turn this on you you have come far in the past six months I mean six years we've known each other I have seen you and I know that you have implemented asking and gratitude because you are about the law of attraction. You are about gratitude. You're about asking. I mean, you've implemented these things and I'm sure uh, that, you know, have I been afraid of asking certain people? Yeah. But I just did it anyway. And I remember going to Marie Diamond and I dug through her website and I found her email address and I wrote her and I said, I would love to interview you. And she said, of course. <laughs> and that's all I said was I would, and and same thing with Mike guy, I would love to interview you. And I'm like, can I have your cell phone number? So it's like, I have this cell phone number in my phone, which is crazy. And it's like people ask how, how I work for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, it started on Twitter. I had asked Hollywood Anderson, I said, I love what you're doing. And then he looked at my profile and he goes, Can you help me with branding and social media? And I'm like, sure. And then I find myself going all over the, you know, um, the uh, United States with him interviewing like thirty different people in the NFL um, for like two years. Just crazy things, and it's just all from. It's not what you say, Allie, and you know this. It's how you say it. It's how you approach it. I even teach people on how to communicate because, you know, some authors will be, you know. I watch what they write on Twitter and it's like, um, I want you to remove my book. Can you review my book? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. First, don't approach it that way. You know, go and say, you know, I would put it on the other person. I would love to interview you. And just like how you did myself and how you have done other people. And, you know, I would like for you to share, flip it on you, how you have used asking You know, you've been in People, you've been in Bravo, you've done so many different things. How did you do it? I mean, but that's the advice I can give is that people need to look innerly and just know that, you know, somebody said yes to them and they'll probably say yes to me. And even if they say no, the no is not always about you. It could be the pandemic. I've had a couple of people say no to me, but it was because of the pandemic, it's because they were too busy. And then they explained to me, um, I said, you know, when some when people say no, I'll, I'll I'll ask, you know, is there a reason why they say pandemic, whatever it is. So you can't take it personally to where you don't ask again, because usually it's because of their, you know, stuff, not anything to do with you,
0: if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I think that's a really another great message and takeaway from this, because I do think I know myself included you can feel like things can feel personal when someone oh, yes. says no to you and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to ask again. So let's talk about that. When someone says no to you and you know, like you said, and, and you know, it probably isn't about you and it's about them or whatever's going on or right now in the world and all of those things. How do you have the courage then to ask again? Um, I'll come
1: back and I'll say when would be a good time or, um, you know, is now not the right time because, you know, I take things personally. I mean, yes. Do I ask? Yes. But do I take things personally? Of course. And I shared with you a couple of years ago, I was in a car accident and it did something to me. It created a lot of anxiety, depression. And I got to, you know, there was a time that I, um, not afraid to ask, but I didn't, ask as much because um, I got my bell rung pretty good and that was hard on me at the time and so I've been on the side to where as much as I ask and share with people that about asking and gratitude there was a, a moment there where I was afraid to ask and fear of rejection and I didn't want anybody to know that I had been in this car accident and had a concussion and I just recently come out and told people because I'm tired of hearing people's excuses about how they can't do this and that. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I did it through having a concussion, but going back to what you said is, you know, just to how you approach it, like, um, is now not the right time, like, or approach them back in another month and say, you know, I know you've been probably really busy. I'm about to do that with Bold TV. I've been on Bold TV three times they told me before the pandemic um, no, that would be a few months. And then now they've changed everything virtually. So I'm going to go back to them and say, you know, Hey, uh, I have a Thanksgiving piece with gratitude. And the piece that I just did with Gary was on resistance, you know, how to overcome resistance. And that's another point of gratitude is that, you know, um, if you're, whatever you're resisting uh, you know people say you can't be angry and grateful at the same time well you can't have resistance and be grateful at the same time either so um it's just how how you approach them and what you say like it's not what you say but how you say it you know right and that that takes a while to teach someone um I would have to know their situation and coach them through like I've coached several people in Hollywood. I had a guy come to me and they said, "Um, you know, I want to be on this show, but I'm afraid that they're going to pick someone younger than me. And he goes, but I need to ask for 300,000 for this job. And I said, what are you afraid of And he said that they're going to pick someone younger than me. And I said, but go to them and tell them, you know, that you're going to end up hiring me anyway, because of my experience, my five Emmys that I have. If you pick someone younger, they might be less expensive, but I have the expertise. And so he went back and he ended up landing this reality TV show just because of how he approached them. Wow. Yeah. You know, because you understand you work with Hollywood people all the time with the red carpet is this man has won five Emmys. He has all these reality TV shows and he's afraid of asking for 300,000 for this job. And so because he's 60 years old now and he's not young chicken, (laughs) and he was so afraid that someone younger and better looking or whatever would get it. But I'm like, in the long run, your accolades and your resume are going to trump someone that's younger. So a lot of people that I coach are older because they are so afraid, like my ex-husband, oh my gosh, he didn't ask for a raise for 17 years. I said, why, why? He's like, because they'll hire, they'll fire me and hire someone younger. And he manifested it and they did fire him, but it wasn't because of that. But you know what I'm saying is, you know, you reap what you sow. If you sit there and say, like, you know, you and I teach people how to say, you know, I don't want well, whatever you don't want, you're going to get, and that's the law of attraction. Um, you have to be very careful with your words, you know. And I believe that. So.
0: Yeah. No, I think that, I think that's a really good uh, message, and as well about how you say things and your delivery, and with careful with your words. What would you say as advice as far as being careful with your words? And when you spoke about resistance before, Barty, and how you and Gary V, you know, shared that and talked about resistance. What would be, you know, good advice when it comes to that? Because I think a lot of us, especially right now, have experienced a lot of resistance. How do you work through that, especially when it comes to business?
1: Yeah, resistance is funny. It's an excuse. Resistance can come in a form of, and I have experienced resistance over the past eight months. It could be overeating. Resistance can be alcohol. Resistance can be a form of sexual addiction. Resistance can be shopping. It's anything that you're doing, it's um, a distraction. Resistance is a distraction. I mean, um, even our kids can be a distraction. I mean, sometimes, you know, we, of course, we got to take care of our kids, you know, but, um, and I hate it when people say, oh, you're just using your kids as an excuse. I've had people tell me that. I'm like, no, I really have to take care of them. But um, nowadays, especially right now, yeah, people are using... Um, they're resisting things. Um, you know, the past, um, eight months, uh, I had to, I mean, what it did to, for me, what I, this pandemic, believe it or not, I have been so grateful for it. You know why? And people are like, how can you be grateful for COVID? I don't mean the people dying. What it did is it threw me in. I was in Los Angeles forced to do the things that I had been resisting. I made five new courses, spent 120 hours recording and doing videos that I hadn't done before. And I was using the gym as an excuse. I was using, you know, shopping as an excuse. I was using, that was my resistance. Does that make sense? And some people can say, argue with me and say, oh, it's not resistance. No, it really, really is, because if you did not learn this lesson during uh, the pandemic, like it made everyone really look at themselves, is just um, write down the things that you've been resisting, whether it's been uh, making those courses. Mine was making these courses. And you know what's funny, I ended up making courses on how to create a virtual summit, how to do Zoom, how to create your own video e-learning center. So I created courses to help people in this new world we live in. And so, but I'm very grateful, believe it or not. And some people get mad at me for saying this for what has happened because it made me look at myself. It made me um, heal myself in many areas, um, if that makes sense. So what I would suggest people to do is write down 10 things on a piece of paper that you've been resisting and go and watch that video uh, of Gary and I because everyone that's watched it they watch it five or six times it's, it's on YouTube you can just type in Barty Toto and Gary V and you'll see the asking
0: and gratitude video and then the and one not on in the show notes as well so that it's in the show notes for everyone that's listening so you guys don't have to search for it but you can search for it but it'll be in the show notes too uh, from Barty
1: does that make sense I mean um, I can't stand it when people say you know I'm using my kids as an excuse or whatever because us as moms, we really have, I mean, it's hard being a mom. Um, Mine are older than yours, but it's, it's tough. But have I, I mean, have you ever run errands and like, you know, that you need to be home doing something else, but you're running these errands and you, um, I mean, I have, I'm being raw. You know, I'm saying, you know, that you should be home doing something with your work you're running errands. And it's really that subconscious nervous Nelly syndrome that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And what has, I don't know about you, but this whole thing threw me in to where, um, I was resisting certain things and even certain interviews. And even, you know, I got to the point where I stopped interviewing people and I had to look at myself as to why. And I, I went through depression this year. I lost 60 gigs. I mean, I lost 60 speaking events. You know, it's, uh, and I'm sure with you, I mean, you've had to be forced to stay at home and not be on the red carpet doing what you love to do. It's, it's uh, forcing us to do things that, um, or even look at ourselves, you know.
0: Yes, that's such a, I love that you said that because I think, you know, I completely agree with you. I think that at first uh, being in the pandemic, it was really hard and obviously, um, and it was really shaking for so many of us, myself included. And it was like, oh my gosh, you know, how am I going to do this? How am I going to handle this? And I did resist. I, and now that you're saying this, it's really resonating. Like, I did resist a lot and I did push back a lot because I didn't know how to handle it. And I didn't want to handle it. But then when I finally like sat in my shit and finally like allowed myself like you just said, to look at myself and to really look at myself and like go within, work on myself, do the things that I was resisting, do the tedious things that I wasn't doing, take myself off this like automatic autopilot and, you know, actually make time to do things. All of a sudden things really did start to turn around and now I've been so productive and I almost feel like in a way I've been the most productive I've been in my business for a really long time. And it's kind of crazy to me that it took a pandemic to do that. And so Mm -hmm. I agree with you and appreciate you saying that in a way it really has been such a blessing because I really do believe it has been for all of us, whether some of us can see it or not.
1: Oh yeah. Some people disagree, but I mean, I had to sit in my shit. I had to sit there and look why I have been avoiding things and avoidance is fear. And Gary and I talked about that is, you know, resistance is really a distraction it could be a girlfriend or a boyfriend. It could be, you know, there are times in my life I said, I don't want to have a boyfriend because they're a distraction. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to balance friends and your or business or family in your business and you feel obligated. And like us as women, I think also, I know men are listening too, is that we, our identities, we lose ourselves sometimes and our husband, our kids, we forget who we are, and then, so for myself, even though my kids are older, and I have one that's a Marine, um, I had to look at myself during this pandemic, and be grateful, and I was resisting a lot of stuff the past few years. I mean, I was even resisting going big, like going, and you've seen this with me, much bigger than I was, um, and I had to look at why, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm sharing this because, you know, Gary says, go through the process. Um, anyone that has been successful, like yourself or the people that you and I have surrounded ourselves with, um, even things I've done, it's a process. It, it is not an overnight easy. I mean, it's like you see the iceberg and you see what's above the surface and you see all these great things, but what's below the surface is the resistance the uh struggling through your own mindset and your own self uh because i'm not sure about you but i've i have you know told myself i've compared myself um to others and had to look at why if that makes sense
0: yes oh my gosh it's it's definitely uh, i mean it makes so much sense and i appreciate you saying that about your own resistance and, you know, your own hurdles with that and, you know, what that looks like for you. Because I think a lot of people can also look at you and see like, oh, well, look at all the amazing things she's done. And, you know, think that maybe, you know, you haven't been through that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think we all have, but, you know, it's like, um, I've interviewed a lot of people that are very successful who have claimed bankruptcy who have, you know, there are things I didn't know about them, whether it could be, uh, you know, divorce or problems, and you think they have it all together. And you know, no matter where you're at in your life, no matter if, you know, maybe you don't have a business, maybe you're listening to this and you want to have a business. You know, it's okay to um, to be where you're at right now. Um, you know, it's just a matter of putting one foot in front of the other and getting over that resistance. In fact, the book, Disrupt Your Brand, it's funny. People think it's about branding. Well, the first part of the book is all about resistance. I felt, because if you can't get past resistance, I can train someone on branding, getting over asking. I can train someone on gratitude. I can train someone on social media, whatever it is. But if they cannot get past resistance, there is no hope for them. I mean, I can't help them. It's like you, you do a red carpet event if they have resistance and you do all these things for them, it's not you. See, for a long time, I was taking it personally. I was like, okay, why are people paying me this astronomical amount of money and not doing anything? And I felt like I was stealing from them. And I got to the point where I stopped taking clients because I'm thinking, is it me? And then when I learned that it was resistance, that it's their problem with resistance, not mine, then I was like, oh, I felt I, I got to tell you, I felt better. <laughs> yes. I was like, what is wrong with me? Why are these people paying me all these money and, and not doing anything? And it's like, I can give someone the keys to the car, but they have to start it and put their foot on the gas. And same thing with you and whoever is listening to this. I'm sure that they have felt the same way. It's like, you know, you take money from people and people don't do anything. And I just don't get it. It's like, so you want to stay in debt you want to stay in poverty or you don't want to get out there you know it's like uh so yeah
0: yeah no i mean such a another such a good message to to put out there and say and you know for those listening to like really also think about not only your own gratitude and your own delivery and everything else but your resistances as you shared which there are many that we all go through and do and definitely I think have done it you know during this time in the pandemic because we're all just trying to deal and you know it's such a good message too of you saying like also to look at things like it's not so personal because a lot of times it isn't you it is the other person and that they also have to work through their own things and I think the more we you know give ourselves that grace and that understanding the more we're able to come together you know personally and in business and that's something I think I have truly learned so much of from becoming a mom and I know you know you're a seasoned mom but I think that just moms in general we're kind of forced to learn this because we have to learn how to give ourselves grace we have to learn how to really go with the flow and change the way things are because like that's what motherhood really teaches you yeah for sure you know, and so I just think that it's, um, you know, it's a great, it's a great message, um, you know, you've shared, I mean, you've shared so many gems here, Barty, and have been so inspiring, (laughs) you know, to others and everything. Before I let you go, I want you just to tell us a little bit about, you know, your new book and, you know, what they can expect, you know, when they get it and when they read it.
1: Disrupt Your brand. the beginning is about resistance, and I also get into asking gratitude, but then I get into, how to brand yourself on social media, like the, the use and the gratitude, um, how I have not spent a dime in the past 14 years on social media. In fact, I even go into communication, how to communicate with people on social media, everything. So um, it starts with resistance, which is what you have to get first, you know, and I talk about fears, you know, asking gratitude, and then I go over Uh, A few different platforms, I go over TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Um, forgot the other ones I go over, YouTube. Um, You know, I started with YouTube. YouTube uh, is what got me on the map, how Michael Beckwith found me. In fact, I did a testimonial for Michael, and he calls me on the phone, and he's like, I would love to write the forward of your book. It wasn't Facebook, and it wasn't Twitter. And that is a form of gratitude, making a testimonial for someone, putting it on YouTube, and how he found me was, um, I'm blessed to know search engine optimization, so I know how to get any video on the front page of YouTube. So he went to search his name, and my video came up first. And it was a testimonial I had done with Bob Proctor. I had just gone up to a, uh, you know, a conference, and I said I love this, you know, with Michael Beckwith. I would love for him to write the foreword of my book. And the first thing he does is he calls and he says, um, I would love to write the foreword of your book. And I'm like, oh my god. And I sat there and froze because he had just been on Oprah and PBS and, you know, everywhere. And um, in fact, I'll be honest, I botched it up because I couldn't call his um, assistant for like a week. I was sat there just shaking. I was like, am I really deserving of this? Oh my God, you know, if I if he writes support of my book, then I'm going to be known by everyone. And so I talk about resistance Like I said, resistance is very important in your business, in your life, personal life, business to take it to the next level. In fact, we do not want 2021 to be like our 2020. I mean, we have to start today, pretend it's January. So Disrupt Your Brand is really good about the resistance piece, the asking, the gratitude, and the social media. And then, of course, um, I featured Gary V in the book and, um, our interviews and so forth, so it's very raw and real, and I'm very um, transparent in the book about some of the things that I've been through. And they can get it on Amazon, and uh, of course, there's the book, "The Power of Asking" as well. So,
0: yes, I love that. Well, Barty, thank you so much for being like such inspiration and truly, you know, teaching people to bring it back to gratitude, especially entrepreneurs, you know, especially in this time. I think it's so important. I know you say like, it's not just about Thanksgiving time. It's about all the time, bringing it back to gratitude, being grateful, even if that means on social media, just sharing a comment, answering a DM, little things really do add up. And it really not only helps you in business, but it just is good for everyone to continue to push that gratitude because we all need that. Tell us where we can find you and follow you. And if there's anything else you'd like to leave us with, please share.
1: Yeah, it's um, my website's BardiToto, B-A-R-D-I, Totomedia.com, BardiTotoMedia.com. And then also, I didn't even tell you, I did a 21 day social media gratitude challenge where it's 21 days and every day in your email box, you get a video or you get training uh, around how to implement gratitude in your business. And it's 21 day gratitude And um, I've been doing that. I started it um, and it wasn't just because, you know, we're in, you know, the Thanksgiving season. It's something I challenge people to do to help their business all the time. So it's 21 day gratitude com, and people can call me. I give out my phone number, but for whatever reason, Allie, people are like intimidated or afraid to call me. So, um, yeah, I actually answer my phone and people can text me or whatever.
0: That's awesome. I love it. Well, Marty, thank you so much again for being here and continuing to spread such a positive message you know, in business, as well as people's personal lives. Everyone, you know, stay inspired, stay in gratitude, as Barty said. And until next time, guys, cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe. Tune in weekly for new episodes and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.